Happy holidays, everybody, and welcome to Geekonomics. We are back. We had planned doing a show in person. I have a Christmas gift for Brian. I was going to give him on the show. Oh, no. But Brian has got the cold that is going around and claiming people all around me. I, knocking every piece of wood near me, have not caught it yet because Claire has gotten it. Brian has it. I might be patient zero because everyone around me has it, but I don't have it. So who knows? Well, I haven't seen you since Wednesday, so. No, I know. I'm just saying. I just, it was more of a joke than anything, Brian, but thanks. Anyways. It could be because I drink all these vitamin waters and I have full of vitamins. So that that could be it. You you fight them off. You could be spared. Um, so I'm going to survive the zombie apocalypse. No candy crush and vitamin water. There you go. Uh, yeah, I started feeling under the weather yesterday, and I was kind of hoping it would just kind of go away. But mm. the post-nasal drip turned into a sore throat, yeah, stuffy nose, and flight fever, a little bit of the chills. I'm just taking the day stuff. I'm taking the day off to rest. Mm. Hopefully, I can slowly get back on my feet and be back. I'm hoping to feeling better by Wednesday. That would be great. Yeah. Um, but I don't know where I got it from. Just one of those things. Any of you work in a school, there's germs everywhere. Yeah, I haven't been to work since Thursday. So I I did do a lot of holiday shopping this weekend. Ah, that could be it. Yeah. Not amongst the the germs. Yeah, crowded people. Like we were out Friday, Saturday, yesterday. Mm. Like, so it could have just been I caught it from somebody. I think this is the first year. I have not bought one thing in a store. Everything's been online. Wow. Just because people have wanted things that aren't like readily available in stores. Look at you. Um, we went to the craft fair, the Enfield Mall yesterday. Ah. It was packed. Um, it, it's been packed the last two Sundays I've been there. Yeah. Um, so we bought a lot from local vendors. Um, I much rather support. Uh, I would too. It's just, it's just when people don't. I, I don't want to give my money to Amazon over the holidays. I much rather give it to the yeah, whatever. If they deserve stuff it. from Amazon. They'll get it. I'm not the one. It's not for me. I'm not talking about you, Mark. Don't get so defensive. Talk about me personally. <laughs> I much rather not. Um, you know, my wife's the other way. She, you know, if you're, uh, she'll order stuff wherever she can get it. I really want to. A glittered pine cone. Definitely stop by the craft show. They sell more things than glittered pine cones. <laughs> remember that we used to, I don't know if you did this at your school, but it just like triggered in my brain when I said that. Did you guys ever do the thing in your, I can't remember, probably grade school, where they gave you pine cones and you like either put peanut butter or something yes. else? Peanut butter and seed. You put it bird out seed. for the birds. Yeah. You gave that to your mom as a Christmas present? Right. Yeah, I did that. Kids couldn't get away with that nowadays. Why? I don't know kids would even do that nowadays. I think little kids may do that. I don't know if they have art class anymore. I think they have art class, Mark. I don't know. There's some little... schools. I don't know. There's art heard class. things with a ton of I... infield. They probably not. They probably get rid of it already. Well, I don't know about infield. Yeah. Um. Anyway. Anyways. Anyway. Anyways. Uh, I remember that. Um. So this is our year in review show. 
Yes. Uh, we're going to go over our top 12 favorite things of the year. Yes. Well, um, top six each. So it's which not like people think it's well, going to be a 12 hour show or anything. No, but it's top 12. It yes. equals 12. And then before we do that, we're, we have our final review of the year, which is Doctor mm. Who Special Three. Yes. And then I will, I'm going to give you the rundown of our top movies and top TV shows of the year that we reviewed. I kept track yes. of everything. Um, I want to go through it all and we don't have to dwell on anything, but we should also hit up our, I don't know if you have it handy or easily readily enough or like top three worst things that we rated of the year. I'll get into that. I'll yeah. get into that. That's just, yeah, I'll get into that. Yeah. Um, but like this or will get bottom this, three. We should call if, it. If, if you maybe want to rethink a, uh, a score, there's actually one thing I do want to rethink a score of. I'll bring that up. We'll get to it. We'll get to it. We'll get to it. We'll get there. Let's start off. Uh, Allison and me. Uh, I got Allison to watch. Or Allison and I, as the proper English would say. Yes, the proper proper English. That's what you said. The proper Enfield English. school system for you. Um, we Allison and me went down to the creek. Oh my God! Stop! All right, all right. Uh, listen, I'm not under the weather. Leave me alone. So we watch Special Three of Doctor Who. Oh, we're going into that already? Okay. Yes. I watched other things. That's what I was going to We're talking about that first. Usually we talk about that first before we jump into it. Well, our... we got a lot to cover this episode. Oh. Okay. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I jumped the gun. I, I finished uh, Blue-Eyed Samurai, and it's amazing. Uh, if there was ever a show, I know he's talked about this for Scott Pilgrim, but if there's ever reason to get Netflix for a month, it'd be to watch Scott Pilgrim Takes Off and Blue-Eyed Samurai. Because they're both exceptional. Wow, Netflix yeah. is putting Blood out. Samurai was like one of the best shows of the year. I don't even know what that is. Never even heard of it. It's exactly what it says. It's a blue-eyed samurai. I'm not gonna tell you any more than that because I'd ruin the story. But it is uh, just knowing how you talked about that video game that was set in like Endo Japan time frame. Yes, the samurai game that you played. Yeah, it very much. I think would you would you would be over the moon about this show. Oh, it's animated. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Is it an anime? Uh, I'm going to say yes because I'm not sure what constitutes an anime and what doesn't. Well, if it's made in Japan, I'm not sure if it was though. So that's the thing. Well, I think it's set in that era and set in that space it has the look of an anime but was it called sure blue eye blue eyed samurai blue eye samurai i got it yeah um it's a french american adult animated action streaming television series yeah it's a french american yes michael green it's a, a, a written by a husband and wife yeah. Wow. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Let's check it out. Oh, there's a good little. I see the cast. Yeah, the cast is very. Randall Park, George yeah. Sakai. Yes. Kenneth Branagh plays the bad American or bad Englishman. Missy Oka, uh, from Heroes, fame. Yes, he is awesome. He plays Ringo. He is really good. Christine Cow. Ming Na Wen's in it. 
Fringe's song. Yeah. Wow. But, okay. All right. I'm still seeing a lot people. of great. Well, they got a great actors in it. All right. Well, one year I will have to check it out. Keep mm. keep a tally. Keep a tally. Yeah. I mean, if you're looking for something to watch, if you're doing the Christmas break like a lot of people are doing nowadays, uh, it'd be good a good show to get in there. Yeah, I well, I got the Christmas break coming up. Yeah, this is the last week. I know. Um, anything else? That's about it. That was the only thing I wanted to talk about. Was boys. Oh, okay. I I don't have anything other than yeah. our main. I know you only watch one show a week, so I did. I do. I do. Um. So Doctor Who special three. Ah. Yes. Then and I will start over. We watched it. Um. I have to say overall. I think my favorite was special too. Um, this was still good. Mm. I was, I was kind of spoiled by some images I saw online. So that was your mistake. The um, the fact that we're get we we have Dave Tennant, yes, Doctor, and the new Doctor, split, um, was kind of cool though. I kind of liked it. Mm. It kind of gave Tennant's Doctor and Donna like a happy ending. Yeah. Um, and that tenant is still out there, but he and he has his own TARDIS. So it's like yeah. I wonder what they plan on doing with that. I think it's a way to them to open up the avenue of him doing uh like radio plays. Like his adventures can happen in that realm <clears throat> while the show's going on. Or live action. Yeah, they talked about that and he said that he probably isn't gonna do you might no. do like a special here or there, but he's not going to like do a series or anything because that'd take oh. away from other projects. He's doing the Doctor, you know. Right, right, right. So um, I think it's I think it's them opening the door to him and Russell Davies doing like a like I said like a radio play because he's really big into doing those. The right, and stuff. that's very popular amongst Doctor. Huge Who. in yeah, huge in England. Right. Um, I I liked um what's his name as the toy maker he neil patrick harris neil patrick harris did a great job yeah he wasn't too over the top i like the premise i have to say though out of these three specials it was kind of the weakest ending for a villain um it was interesting that they're like let's play a game of catch of handball and we'll defeat you that yeah because that's like going back to earlier in the thing where he mentions it's like the the one game kind of thing like the first game was ball. Yeah. So it's like taking it back. I know. I, I was like, that's that's the same game, Joey and uh um um uh I can't think my brain. Uh, Chandler? Chandler, Joey Chandler played a whole game of handball one episode. Yeah. I thought so thought of yeah. um it for me it wasn't like like they defeated him. Yeah. Kind of just happened, you know. This character came back just to kind of shoot him with a laser and create two uh, doctors. Well, I think um, also it does the thing where it sets up the bigger story because, like he says, like my minions are coming, kind of thing. Yeah, means a which so it's like to set up that, like who is the meets bad that he was talking about? Was it the toy maker or was it someone else that's a bigger bad? Right. So you have each each. Other than special two, special one in this, have all mentioned there's something else because yeah. um so I 
think that's building towards something, like you say, um, when we have the new Christmas special. Christmas special or the next season that starts next year. Yeah. Um, I am excited for the Christmas special. I liked uh, the, the TARDIS had a jukebox. I yeah. Liked, that's kind of cool. I like the new Doctor. We don't know. We got a flavor of him. We yeah. don't really know how this character will evolve until you're like middle of the next season because that's generally how it happens. Yeah. Um, they, they'll, they'll have a look. They'll kind of play with some looks until they get one that they really love. Mm. Um, what do you think about the new uh, Sonic? No longer really a screwdriver. More of just like a remote control kind of look. What? The, the new Doctor? I can't remember. Yeah. He has like a little pad. Like a little, little remote yeah. kind of looking thing. It's not like an actual screwdriver like it used to be and now it's like a like a remote control like because they're saying like people don't use screwdrivers as readily as they used to so now it's more they use a remote for everything uh-huh. like console kind of phone situation why am i not oh, oh like a like a smartphone yeah yeah um, like a blue like control pad i'm hoping to go back to the screwdriver yeah, I mean, it's a, I don't know, it's a catch-all. I mean, it's not really a screwdriver. Um, for some reason, why am I blanking on that? Um, man, maybe I got the COVID. Um, I don't know. Um, but anyway, or you just you and you're forgetful about things. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't think that's a COVID thing. I think it's just a Kazaska thing. Well, it's a, you get foggy-headed. Um, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. even. I don't know how I feel about that, Mark. We'll have yeah. to see it in, in action. I don't see anything wrong with keeping the screwdriver as is. Yeah. I don't feel like it's out of date. Sorry. You can look it up. I mean, pretty sure there's a picture of it on the interwebs. Yeah. Let me... But take a Give me your thoughts, Mark, why I do that. Give me your thoughts. Uh, I like the I like the idea of the bi-generation thing, if, because since we have talked about that they're doing the thing where they're starting from episode one again and starting from season zero basically yeah so it's like the david tennant doctor that's the end of that doctor's story and now we're going on to a new story with a different doctor so to speak uh so this doctor is more like has all that memory of what happened but has come out the other side of the trauma of all the stuff that had happened Right so now he's going off into his own thing with new adventures and new, you know. So, uh, I like the the thing of you couldn't like I was going into it being like, how are they going to kill him again, so to speak? Not like the the character dies, but like losing tenant again, I think would have been too traumatic for people because like right. people already went through it once. That going through it a second time of him like regenerating and the sad moment of him like leaving and that whole situation all over again, I think would be like, Oh my gosh, why? So I thought it was very uh, smart the way they did it. And uh, yeah, it was cool to see him, like you said, get his happy ending, so to speak for that doctor that yeah went through. Like he's kind of like taking the happy ending of all the other doctors that came after him, like Matt Smith's doctor and Capaldi's doctor and Whitaker's doctor and all the stuff that they went through and the traumas that they went through. Like, and they talked about it in the episode. Yeah. 
like losing Amy Pond, Clara, uh, what's his, uh, what's her name there? I always forget Martha and, uh, yep. you know, all that. So I think it's, you know, I thought it was very good. I thought they did a very good job of it. I thought MPH was good. I liked his character. Uh, I think that the they did the nice, the nice job of making things a tad scary, but not like, but like Doctor Who scary, where it's that creepy, weird looking stuff. Like the the guy is a puppet, and the the creepy dolls that come out and talk and that kind of thing. Yeah, but they also like you know just do the you know hokey things that Doctor Who does. Yeah. Uh, he was menacing up until the end. Um, like... Yeah. Well, like the scene where he was talking about the different uh, uh, companions. Yeah. And like, oh, well, that's fine. It's like, you know, she's trapped in her own consciousness. Well, that's okay then. Yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, as long as it's okay for you, you know, yeah. their lives are over, but you're okay with it. So... As long as you're fine, that's fine. So it's kind of like throwing it back on like Russell Davies himself, like throwing it back on himself for doing this to these characters. Like, oh, you killed these characters off. But, you know, as long as you're happy and you're okay with it, then we should be okay with it too, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, like you said, uh, the trauma of what's going on. And they've mentioned it. Donna has said, I, I saw what's going on. Yeah. They're not okay. Yeah. So I think, yeah. Wiping the slate clean, giving a doctor with no baggage, um, it's a it's a good way to start. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I I I agree. Also, we've seen, like you said, I'm not going to re-say it, but seeing Dave Tennant leave once before was dramatic enough. So I think this time was nice to see it the way it played out. Hmm. So I looked at the image, um. And it looks, yeah, it's like this tiny little, like it reminded me of the remote from Click. Yeah, and it's, the Adam Sandler movie Click. Yes, like that remote yeah. that speed up time and slow down time. It's got little lights. It's got yeah, it reminded me of that remote planets and solar systems. Um, yeah, and it says that it's got like a USB port, so it can yeah. integrate with other technology. Yeah. And it's all powered by a purple crystal. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, I don't remember seeing if it, it, it was probably a. Quick... It was very quick at the end, like right before they did. He did the thing with the hammer to make the two tortoises. Yeah. He like had it out, and he was like going looking at it. Yeah. So this is the quickest. The closest look, I just Googled it. And there's yeah. actually a video out with him showing it, and it shows clips of the new the Christmas special. Yeah. Which we don't have much. I mean, it's going to be next Monday. Yeah. This yeah. coming Monday. So, yeah. Uh, very excited. A week from today. today. Huh? A week from today. Yeah. Yeah. So, I, I, I have to say, man, I it's great to get back into Doctor Who. Mm. I, I think it's been good. Um, very excited to see what happens next. So yeah, um, where for me, I will I. I put this special as an eight. I know I put Doctor Special the special one as an eight. Special two was my favorite at a nine. This was an eight as well. Um, 
I, I the only reason I, I give it an eight, like it's it was kind of like I hate to see Dave Tennant go again. Um, yeah, but I know he has to. Um, yeah. We got the new doctor. I wanted a little bit more of him, but I know that's coming. Uh, I think overall it was entertaining. It was a great episode. Um, for me, like, you know, them throwing handball wasn't my favorite thing, but it is what it is. I mean, it is what it is. It's a device to get through. It's Doctor Who. Yeah. You gotta go with it being Doctor Who. And I just wanted him, wanted like, maybe, like, he was menacing and he was threatening and it yeah. just kind of faltered. Um, but that's okay. Um, mm. So, yeah, I give it an eight. But what about you, Mike? Yeah, I'd give it, uh, I'd probably give it right around there, like an eight, eight point five. It was just, you know, it wasn't a full season, so it's hard to like, you know, get really deep into it because there's just three shows. Right. This is just based on was, one special. Uh, you know. But yeah, so it'll be fine. We'll get through it. But um, yeah. 8.5. Okay. It was a means to the end kind of thing. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I get it. I get why. I feel like 2 was very strong. I really yeah. like 2 a lot. Yeah. Um. I mean, these usually would have been like one long movie kind of situation. I get it. Yeah, totally. It's the first time I think they've done like a small series kind of thing. Like a mini series version. Yeah, yeah. You're right. Usually so, it's one and done. Yeah. But I kind of like this. But, yeah. You know, I kind of feel like this, you know, I think Jodie Whitt- Whittaker did a great job. The one season I watched her, I think it was a little hard transition-wise um, w- with probably a lot of people. Um, I just think, you know, for me, the writing wasn't that great. The new writing team just didn't do it for me. Yeah. Just me. Um, yeah, that wasn't her fault. Her as the doctor was good. It was right. the writing that didn't do much. But work. that transition got a lot of uh, like backlash. So yeah. I think them doing it this way is very smart of them. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to get into the the negative Nancys, but that's no that's the world we live no. in. So. No, and this is also the first doctor that gets like the um, uh, like time to talk to their doctor and kind of experience that like their first moments as the doctor so it was very cool to see that kind of thing too like yeah and i saw i watched an old clip of from the last anniversary mm. this was another anniversary year for doctor who yeah well the tributes was the one we went to in the movie theater yeah and you had matt smith and dave Tennant's doctor picking yeah. on each other i loved yeah. it yeah it, they had that that kind of back and forth yeah it was cool yeah i liked it yeah um all right so that's gonna transition up yes to our top here are our top shows of 2023 this is the top tier you want okay. me to start from the bottom we'll go from the top go from the top start with the happy news and then we'll do the sad news after that all right for tv shows mark yes our top tier shows of the year Yes. It's The Last of Us. And these are shows that we both watched. Yes. We'll this is everything throw that in because there's a bunch of shows that I watched that I would have thrown into my top, but Brian will get to them sometime next millennia. So, no, this is just Geekonomics Podcast. 
These are just the shows me and you reviewed on our show. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Well, I yeah. mean, yeah, shows that yeah, we yeah. both have seen this year. Yeah. So our top shows of Economics Podcast. Yes. The Last of Us, Succession yes. Season 4, Loki Season 2, Twisted Metal, and the Doctor Who Special 2. Those were our top yeah. top shows, our top tier. Yeah. Mid-tier. This is this is eight. This is eight point five eight below between five, five and eight. Um, Doctor Who Special Three, Doctor Who Special One, Mando season three, and Ahsoka. Then this is doing Doctor Who as a whole thing. We're doing as individual episodes. Well, that's how we rated them. So that's how I okay. I thought we did Um, it by series, but that's okay. Season a special. Okay. Okay. That's how we rated it. All That's right. Okay. It. We'll change it next year. Yeah. Our bottom, our bottom shows and our Can I guess. Huh? Can I guess? Because I don't remember most of them, but I know one of them is definitely Secret Invasion. Yes. We have two shows that are in our bottom mixed tier. Secret Invasion, you gave a three. Yes. I gave it a five. But yeah. on 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 hindsight. I would give it a three because after seeing the Marvels, it makes yeah. no sense. Yeah. And then it is completely forgettable. I yeah. have wiped it from my memory. Yeah. So if I had to change any rating for me right now, yeah, I would give it a three as well. I don't even know why I gave it a five. I, I don't know. Because at the time you were hoping it was going to lead to something. Could you even put the caveat in it of if Marvel's like, if it has any effect on the Marvels, then right, and it didn't. It had no effect on anything. Not, Not even the scrolled planet that they went to, that they placed them on, did nothing. Like it just nothing got destroyed. It just got yeah. destroyed, and the scrolls are now off wandering again somewhere. Who cares about the scrolls at this point? Yeah, scrolls are useless. Um, which is weird because they're so important in the comic book that like you basically ruin that culture and that any stories you could do with them because no one wants to hear from them ever again no i don't care about uh and then a show that started in 2022 but ended in the beginning of 2023 uh was willow Uh, oh yeah you gave so this is our mix you gave it a six i gave it a three um now it wasn't bad it had potential i so secret invasion was wiped from my memory yeah willow was wiped from existence. Yeah, no, that yeah, yeah. that the leap yeah. button it does yeah. not exist. Yeah, it's not even. I don't think you can even see it on Disney Plus anywhere. No, they they took it off. Yeah, uh, it is gone. Yeah. Um. So those were the two, our bottom two shows of the year, uh, mm. mixed. Like I said, because you you give it a little higher, I give it a little lower. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, for movies, movies fared better for us this year than TV. Movies were consistently either good or great. Well, I think um, we're more particular about what movies we go see. That's why TV shows they're they're readily available, so you can watch them whenever. So you kind of put yourself in the. I saw a lot of bad TV shows that I didn't talk about, like we didn't talk about, but yeah. Well, let's let's our top movies of the year, Mark. The yeah, top movies of the year are. Oppenheimer with straight tens, Barbie straight ten, yeah. Uh, 
Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, we both gave it 9.5. Yes. Uh, Godzilla minus one. Um, you gave it a 9.8. I gave it a 9.5. Yeah, I'm knocking up to a 10. Knock mine up to a 10. That I I was just being the crouchy man and making that comment about the tail slide, but that's a 10. It's a 10. It's one of All the right. best movies I saw of the year. Okay. Uh, Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse, I, you gave it a 9.5. I gave it a 9. Yeah. Uh, D&D, you gave it an 8.5. I gave it a 9. Yeah. So those were our top movies of the year, and I think those are fantastic movies. Yes. Um, I don't. I I look at that. I'm like that. This was a great year for cinema. Um, Until you look at the other movies we were saw. Well, believe it or not, the <laughs> mid tier. We only have a mid tier. We don't have a bottom tier at all. It because we were very particular. We didn't. There was none of the movies that we. I mean, we didn't go see the Blue Beetle or anything. So that's why. I understand, but this is us. <laughs> this is what who we are. So mid tier. Ant Man. Ant Man. Uh, eights and sevens, the flash, yeah. sevens and eights, um, IJ, uh, Indiana Jones, eights and sevens, yeah. and Marvel's eights and sevens. Yeah. Um, so we just kind of bounced back and forth between eight and a seven for yeah. all those movies. They weren't horrible, but Some they of them were terrible, great. they just weren't great. Yeah. And I think that's the issue is people just assume if it's not great, I'm not going to go make the effort to go see it. I'll wait till it's on streaming in three months. Well, I don't blame them because it's expensive to go to the movie. That's what I'm saying. So it's like I think that's the issue movies have. It's like you're not you're only gonna go see like an event movie in the theater. Like you're not gonna see like Godzilla minus one probably doesn't have a huge box office. Actually, it got expanded because it has done so well. Oh no, what I'm saying, but originally it wouldn't have had like a huge box office. I mean, the word of mouth on it has gotten really great. Yeah, and I suggest anyone who has anything with Godzilla or any thoughts of liking Godzilla should see it. Even if you're not a Godzilla person, I think you could see this movie and still get a kick out of it. Right, it's really well done, really well written. Yeah, totally. You I, like a real cat behind you that's just laying there. I no behind that. What is that a stuffed thing? Can we talk about this behind that. Yeah, is that a pillow? A pillow. <laughs> okay, that was a really fat cat you had sitting there. No, Scoops is right there. I know, I saw him wandering around. But um, but yeah, I mean, great year for movies. For yeah. What we saw and reviewed. My chair is acting up. I'm going to fix it. Keep going. Mark's, Mark's chair. Happy holidays, everybody. Yeah. Um, anyway, um, yeah, I mean, I had my own. I, I saw a lot of other films in the theater that weren't so great. Um, I saw a lot of TV shows that we didn't discuss on here that weren't so great and were really good. Yeah. Um, which a couple of them I'm going to mention in our top our top six favorite things. Yeah. Um, Speaking I of will... which, I have no shows or movies in my top six this year. Wow, I have I'm completely off book. Good, I'm glad. I I have all encompassing things in yeah. mind. Yeah. So I really tried to cast some of my top things are your top things. So I didn't put them in mind because I knew we, one of them for sure you were going to talk about. So I figured why repeat it. Okay. So. Well, look, look, before we jump into this. Yeah. Do you know what was your least favorite show you watched this year that you didn't talk about? Uh, that I didn't talk about? Yeah. What was your least favorite show? Do you know? Do you have I mean one? that we didn't rate, you're saying. I've probably talked about it, but we didn't rate right. it. 
we didn't rate it. I didn't watch it. It was a, a Mark thing. You watched it. You didn't like it or whatever. This is, I li why I texted you yesterday about the question I asked you about when we started D&D &D is because my brain has started mushing years together. And I can't think of when things happen. Yeah. Welcome um, to I really can't think of it right off the top of my head. Now that I think well, about it. I have one. I have one show that was my least favorite show this year that I watched. Yeah. I'll probably think of, since I wasn't thinking about it, I'll start thinking about it for that. All right. Me, so, uh, Allison was like, I want to start watching a show without you. So I was like, all right, watch whatever you want. So she started watching Yellowstone. Then she's like, Brian, you should watch it with me because you, it's pretty good so far. So we started from the beginning and I will admit the first season was okay. But by the time we got to season four, is probably one of the worst written shows on television. Um, I don't know how it's one of the highest rated shows on cable TV. Mm. It is completely bonkers. It none of it's consistent, none of it makes sense. Yeah. Um, it's a shit show sometimes. Um there's a couple characters we kind of like, but probably one of the worst shows I've watched this year, other than Secret Invasion and Willow for me. But anyway, that I that that Yellowstone is in my bottom, my bottom three. That's the show mm. we didn't talk about on here. Um, that's why I ask you. But if you can't remember, let's we can move on. Yeah, I can't think of the top of my head right now. Okay. We shall enter our top 12 things of the year. We got hmm. six each. We're going to go back and forth. I'll let you go first, Mark, as I need a break with my voice. Okay. Uh, my first one uh, would have been more poignant had we not been doing the show this way today. Uh, returning to doing the podcast in person was one of my top things. Yeah, we did. We started that this year, huh? Yeah, yeah. In March was our first one. Wow. After oh. almost three years or two years at least of doing it shows this way. 2020, 2021, 2022. Yeah, so almost three years. Three years. Yeah. Um of yeah. Doing the show on Zoom or some form of yeah. thing that uh, I concur. Yeah, I put the studio together to set up the new podcasting setup. And we uh, have started doing that. And the plan was to start doing it more often. Uh, work schedules and Brian odd illnesses. Uh, well, derailed that. But uh, hopefully next year we'll be doing more. Yeah. In the studio. Well, I think it's great to have this as an option because if, yeah. we, if we couldn't do Zoom, just we just wouldn't be doing a show this week. No, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I agree, Mark. I mean, you, you set it up nicely. I think the studio looks great. I love it. It is really a different beast when we're in the studio together. Yeah. Um. So hopefully I, it would be nice to do some different things, maybe incorporate guests, maybe, you know, stuff of that nature. Think of different ideas for the podcast. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I think it's a whole new beginning for the show. Yeah. So that was 
All right. That's a that's a good one. Yeah. Um, thanks. What's your one is one of your six top things? These are no particular order, by the way, either. I don't want anyone yeah. to think like this is my sixth favorite thing that happened this year. There's no order. There's, there's no order. order. Um just like me, a just like a Snyder cut. There is no order. There's no order. I was really excited to see Rebel Moon, but after the reviews, whew, I will ignore that movie. I mean, it would be my like worst thing of the year, even though it hasn't come out yet. But no. I think it's gonna be the worst thing I've seen this year. The reviews have been horrible. So yeah, it killed all my excitement. Um, yeah, for me, uh, one of my favorite bands, uh, putting out a new album, going on a reunion tour, uh, Blink One Eighty Two, uh, both happened this year. Um, so I encompass this as one of them because I got new music. You, my brother, and me, we we had a fun trip to New York. Um, or you, your brother, and I. Okay, grammar Nazi. Okay, well, don't say that. That's like the most annoying thing. I have an uncle who's an English teacher. Okay, I, I used to get yelled at for saying stuff like that. All right, all right. Jeez, Louise, what is okay? So anyway, the three of us we yes. had a wonderful trip. Um, yes, to and fro. Uh, we enjoy. It was a great show. It was uh, one of my favorite concerts of the year, and I've been to a couple. Um. Yeah, so uh, seeing Blink Back, the new album, which I absolutely adore, um, uh, they put out a great interview um, as well uh, that kind of aired out all the grievances um, about what they went through to get to where they are. Yeah. Um, so I think it's been a great year for them. Um, I'm excited to see what they're going to do. We're going to see them again yes. in 2024. Yeah. They're coming to Hartford. Yes, and I offered to drive to that one. Yeah, so. you're going to drive... So that's exciting. Um, so yeah, that that's definitely one of my top things of the year. Um, also, I rented the car, which was fun, and yeah. it sucked because it poured all morning. Yeah. But luckily, we drove away from the rain because I think yes. it got a little bit better as we went along. Yeah, it did. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, that that is uh one of my top memories of the year. Yeah, that was a good time. It was a blast. Yeah. I didn't put on mine because I knew you were going to put on yours. Okay. Uh, my other th next thing that uh, top thing of the year uh, on my birthday, my awesome wife gave me two of the best tech gifts I've ever gotten. Oh, uh, she gave me the bird buddy, which if you follow me on Facebook, you know, I post or was posting a lot of bird pictures, which were from the bird buddy, which is a, a bird feeder that has a camera that wirelessly attaches to your phone. And anytime a bird lands on the bird feeder, it takes a picture of it, sends it to you with video. Uh, it has, I know Allison will probably get aggravated with me once I say this, it has uh, furthered my dislike of squirrels because wow. they attack the bird buddy every time I fill it. Yep, yep. And they keep my birds away from my bird buddy. So I have to sit there and every time, and this is my only thing I dislike about squirrels. They're not, they're like photo in like, they like know exactly where the camera is. Yeah. And they put their butt right in front of the camera. Yes. Yes. Uh, we know. Anytime I get sent a picture from my phone when there's a squirrel, it's just squirrel butt. Yep. Yep. So that's my thing about squirrels is if you're going to jump on the thing, at least look at the screen. 
So that way it's at least a usable video <laughs> or picture instead of just like your hindquarters every time. Or or they're nuts. No, they're always just sitting in the in the bird feeder and just yeah. eating and gorging themselves and all the sunflower seeds. Yeah. And then they bring their friends around and then they knock the sunflower seeds out of the bird feeder onto the ground. And then onto the ground, yes. Yeah. yeah, so it's then it's like a whole thing. Par for the course. Uh, but then also with that, she gave me this other uh, techie cool thing called the tidbit. And I don't know if I probably talked about this on my after my birthday when I got uh, the tidbit. is this little box. It's about yay big. Uh, it hooks up to your phone as well. Yeah. And it uh, basically you can put a bunch of random things on it and it'll scroll through like a community calendar kind of thing. So like I have like basically every sports score for every sporting event going on in the world rotates on this thing. And huh. also there's like weather. It can do like your like YouTube feed. Like at one point I had like uh, our YouTube uh, account on it for the channel. Because I was when I was first got it, trying it out, yeah, uh, for the podcast. So it show like how many views your your newest video has gotten and stuff like that. So it's got tons of things. It is the coolest thing in the world, huh? Uh, and it has like all these different things on it. You could put like like music, like what like your music things playing, what like movies are coming out. You can have all these things on. It. You can go down a rabbit hole. That's pretty cool. Uh, and it's got all these like cool little like animations on it and everything. It's all 8-bit looking. So it looks really really neat and cool. So uh, those are the two gifts you gave me for my birthday. And they're probably the coolest, techiest gifts I've ever gotten. And I like still am like addicted to messing around with them and seeing what other random things. And the tidbit thing is really cool because it's all like the company makes like little apps for it. There's also like a huge creator space as well, mm -hmm. like independent creators that make different apps for it. So you can load their things onto it. And there's all these different things and it shows you like, like bird sightings from around the area and different random crazy things. So there's tons of stuff. You can really go down a rabbit hole with it. But yeah, getting the tidbit and the bird buddy for my birthday. Nice. Nice. Yeah. I like it. <clears throat> yeah. I like the bird. That bit sounds pretty interesting. I might have to check one out for myself. Yeah, no, it's really cool. It's a neat little like gadget to have because it's got a bunch of cool stuff on it. You can really, yeah. Like I found myself knowing weight, and even Claire's like, "Wow, I've learned more about sports since you've gotten this thing," and I'm actually like interested in what's going on with sporting sports events that I would never really care about. Mark liking sports? No yeah. way. No, but even she's like, "Oh, now I'm like, I know like." Like I have like all the NBA scores on it, and then during baseball season, all the baseball scores, and like college, it's yeah. got all the football scores and basketball scores and hockey scores and all these different things. That's pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> all right, hold on. Okay. Right. Um, your next thing, Brian. My next thing, um, uh, for uh, you know, this is a couples thing. We're gonna stay in that that kind of couples thing. Allison and myself. Um, I in the beginning of the year I started watching uh Buffy. Um and I got Allison hooked. So we ended up watching all the Josh Whedon shows this year, which was awesome. 
we watched Buffy, Angel, Dollhouse, Firefly, Serenity. Um, and I, I have never experienced that the moment Buffy ended, I turned to Allison and I said, I cannot wait until 10 years from now when we get to rewatch this. Never said that about anything. I absolutely adore uh, Buffy, Angel. Um, I... I, I don't know. I, I It was a great experience. I got Allison into them. She really enjoyed Buffy and Angel. She actually liked, we liked Dollhouse a lot. She got into Firefly. Uh, Serenity, we both, you know, I got to rewatch Firefly with her. So that was fun. Um, so yeah, watching all the Josh Whedon shows this year was awesome. Getting to watch a show that I've never got into before. It was really cool. So yeah, it was great, you know, since then, we watched a couple of shows. We watched shows here and there, but it, we haven't gotten into anything like that where we were watching four or five episodes a day. Like, mm. we were just in it. Yeah. Um, but yeah. That was one of my favorite uh, moments of the year, G- getting to watch all those. Mm. <clears throat> cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, my next one kind of correlates in that same vein, not exactly the same vein, but it is a couple associated thing. Uh, the main event of it happened at the very end of last year, right around this time of year, last year. Uh, but the end result happened this beginning of this year. Uh, Claire, my wife, being mobile again after breaking her leg at the end of last year. Oh, yeah, uh, that was last year, huh? Yeah, yeah, it was last Christmas. Wow. Uh, so she is... Uh, banned from going in the garage during Christmas baking season. Um, (laughs) But I don't want to go through that again. Uh, But just uh, seeing her go from that state to having the surgery on Christmas Eve and getting released on Christmas Day and then going through all the rehab and everything that she went through and uh, going through that whole experience with her of taking her to the doctor's appointments, going to rehab every time, sitting in uh, the rehab waiting room with waiting for her, uh, which actually got me to read, uh, which correlates to this, uh, the book I read, uh, the Stephen King book that I read. It was probably the first actual book book I had read from cover to cover in a long time. Uh, but yeah, just her being able to get back to working and driving and me not having to like wait on her hand and foot, which I didn't mind, but it's just great to see that, you know, she's back to normal basically at this point. Right. right. And is yeah, able to do good. things again and, you know, not having to worry about all this stuff that was going on and everything. So you guys have a, a a nice relaxing holiday coming up. That's the plan. Is that we're not going to do anything too crazy. Right. Her baking is being curtailed this year even though she keeps coming up with recipes and finding recipes of cookies that she wants to make. Like you can make all the cookies you want, but you're not going to the garage to get anything. <laughs> so that's what you you're there for, Mark. Yeah. Yeah. So <clears throat> Yeah. Another top thing for me is just her getting back on her feet. So it's good. It's good yeah. to have uh, everybody healthy this year. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Total. 
Yeah. Totally. I mean, uh, besides you being sick, but everything else. Right. Um, I got yeah, I got a cold. Whatever. Yeah. I'm yeah. Yeah. Um, for me, uh, my neck, my third thing for me this year, um, was the adaptation of uh one of my favorite games uh favorite stories and uh games is the last of us coming to hbo i was very nervous uh honestly like i didn't Mm. know where this was gonna go um also it's hard as a gamer i get attached to a lot of the stories i play with a lot of great games and then when you see it come to the small screen or the big screen sometimes you get nervous because you're like ah is this going to be received well? Is it going to be good? Am I going to like it? What's going to happen? Yeah. Um. But I kind of knew we were in good hands with Pedro Pascal and Bella Ramsey. Then Craig Maven came in from um, Chernobyl, which was yeah. fantastic. Yeah. Um. One of a uh, fantastic miniseries on HBO. So I I kind of felt like we we're in good hands, and I think they put one of the best shows out this year, in my opinion. Um. Probably so, one of the best episodes of all time that we've seen on television. Yes, the Nick Offerman episode. Yes, the Nick Offerman episode was fantastic. Like it's yeah. still, I still think. I mean, there was a lot of online videos of people watching that episode. Um, yeah. and the, I like a lot of TV this year. The ratings for The Last of Us just grew. Yeah, and that's that's what you want. You want yeah. it to start kind of low and then just get higher. The anticipation and people start tuning yeah. in. Yeah, um, catching up and all that too. And that's something that didn't happen a lot this year with a lot of shows, but mm. HBO is top tier television still. Um, so yeah, I, for me, it was a win. I, I, you know, I put a great podcast out with a couple of my friends who were really into the games and the show. And, mm. but yeah, it meant a lot that it was great. And I'm excited for season two. But I mean, it was one of my favorite shows of the year. Um, so I'm just thankful it turned out well, and let's hope that season two is just as good. So, yeah, so yeah, it was a great show, it was one of the best shows of the year, as we talked about earlier. So, yeah. uh, no need to go deep into that. Uh, kind of going off my last thing, uh, because of Claire's injury, we didn't we didn't do our big vacation we were going to do this year of going to Disney again. Yeah, so, um, since we didn't do that, I kind of decided that since Claire had gone through what she went through and everything, she needed like a nice quiet vacation. Nothing really crazy. It was a little crazy, but not like a lot of roaming around doing things. So uh, I found this resort up in Maine, uh, which uh, was a place that my family would go every year growing up. And Claire had never been to that area of Maine. So I wanted to kind of show her that it was a very important town to me growing up that we were near. So we went up to uh, Lincolnville to a resort up there, the Inn on Ocean's Edge, and spent like three days, I think, totally spent there. It felt like for it felt like longer than that because it was so awesome. But it was just nice. It was like all inclusive kind of thing. They had like breakfast every morning right at the the main house overlooking the ocean, and they had like a little like pool salt water pool area that Claire lived at for two days straight basically and the weather was perfect and you know again I just like sat and just did nothing for like three days which is very rare 
but it was just kind of a cool nice little like like mission accomplished thing with her getting back after the broken leg and being able to do things again so it was a nice little thing it was probably one of the best vacations we've had as a couple to like just do without any other people going around with us yeah other vacations like that but it was the first one that i think we did just the two of us that was like it was much needed and uh yeah so our plan is next year to hit the disney on our five-year anniversary wow five years already yeah it's coming up on five years in may yeah so so yeah our vacation to maine exciting that's awesome yeah sounds like a good time my friend Um, it was so moving right along my uh wow we're going to this is the fourth one um for me i'm a big movie goer I go to a lot of movies. Um, I think this year was was a great year for films. Um, I think what we experienced the weekend of July 21st with Barbenheimer is something we have never seen before. And I will be surprised if we never see it again in our lifetime. But that two movies that are extremely opposite got together because one of them was not going to move. Uh, it came out, uh, Margot Robbie was talking about how the people at Oppenheimer called them up and asked them to move. And they said, well, if you're so if you're so nervous about us, you move. So they decided nobody was moving. And yeah. they played into it. They played into the memes and all that stuff. Uh, you had people like Tom Cruise even going to both movies. He's a very big cha- – I'm not a big Tom Cruise fan, but I will say one good thing about him, he's a champion of the theater, and I love that because I'm a big theater lover. Um, so going to see Oppenheimer with us that wasn't a superhero yes. movie was very awesome. Yeah, uh, It was a packed house. Then the very next day, I go with Mike – to see Barbie at like yeah. two in the afternoon, packed. Yeah. Packed. Usually I go two in the afternoon on a Friday, you get like 20, 10 people. Yeah. Uh, packed both showings. Um, which is was simply unheard of. Yeah. Uh, so I, I think Barbenheimer is just something that 2023 will be remembered. I'm yes. glad to go see both. I enjoyed both immensely. I enjoyed mm. the experience. Um, and I think, uh, yeah, I think it was a great time for cinema, a great time for the movies. It was a great year for cinema, really. I mean, there were some stinkers, but I mean, not like many, I think. I mean, in our opinion, I mean, in general opinion, there were yeah. probably a lot more, but, uh, like the Barbenheimer thing, like you're saying, uh, seeing Oppenheimer, I kind of went into it knowing the story. I'm a World War II guy, so it was kind of like I'm into that era of stuff. So I kind of had an idea all the story behind some of it, but uh, the movie was just fantastic. It's it's definitely a movie that if you haven't seen it yet, I don't know, you're probably one of the three people left in the world that haven't seen it. You definitely should check it out, as well as Barbie, which I saw with Claire. It was like the first movie she saw after her broken leg. Like first, like I think at first time we actually went out and did something like it was like a week later after it came out originally and the theater was still packed yeah it was still full and i think it was the only movie i think the only movie she went to this year basically was 
Barbie. And afterwards, she was like, that was crazy. She's like, that was one of the best movies I've seen. Yeah. And I went into it not expecting anything because it's a movie about Barbie. Like, I was like, all right. I know I was like, you guys said you were going to go see it. I'm like, all right, whatever. But like, even I was like, wow. I was moved. Like, yeah. 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 I mean, there's a lot of stuff in it that triggered a lot of things. Uh, But yeah. So yeah, it was really well done. It was really awesome. And uh, yeah, it was a great flick. Yeah. It was definitely like another movie where it's only probably like two or three people who haven't seen it. But you should definitely check that out. It's on the it's on the max now. Yeah, yeah, I heard. Yeah. yeah. I saw um, um I mean I think Barbie was the biggest grossing movie of the year. Oh um, yeah, I could yeah. understand. But all right, Marcus. What do you all got? Right, my fifth thing. We're going through these pretty quick today. I kind of like Yeah, it's good. It's good. Yeah. Uh something I never expected to be able to do. Uh I got to do this year. Uh, we did the, I went on my first work offsite. This isn't the top thing. Uh, the work offsite, not one of my top things of the year. Uh, the experience was one of the top things. Uh, yeah. During that offsite, uh, one of the guys who uh, works in Virginia, who does the general, uh, the government affairs for uh, Virginia, D.C. area, his wife actually works at the White House. So she was nice enough to offer up the opportunity for folks to take tours of the white house with her very cool and i got to go on one of these tours and to say uh i'm a huge fan of the show west wing uh is an understatement uh probably one of my favorite shows i one of the shows uh as you are to the buffy show I was to the West Wing show. It wasn't a show I watched when it first came out all the way through. I kind of got into it later on. Uh, and I have watched it multiple times over multiple years. Usually roughly around every presidential season, I'll watch the show, the show through. So every four or five years, yeah, uh, I'll watch it through. Um, but yeah, it's literally, it's crazy to watch that show. And you see those shows and you think like, oh, it's probably not like, doesn't look like that in the in real life you know like you see these shows and you're like oh that's probably not how it, but literally you could go to the white house and if you ever get to do the tour of the white house it basically is like a set location tour because you're like oh i remember when they did that scene there and that scene from over there and it's an actual place and it's actually like real things are happening there too and it's crazy to think like you can stand outside the doorway of the Oval Office and look inside it and see things that you've seen. Like we've all seen news conference, like press conferences from that or speeches from the president in front of that right. window. Yeah. And to be like, wow, that's like where so-and-so sat when he talked about that or that's pretty it all cool. basically has the same setup. I mean, the desks have changed and the chairs have changed and the different things have changed. But to see the different things and to see like the hallways and to walk into the press room and be able to stand there and just to be in the building, it's it's crazy. It's an experience I don't I think every person should do or be able to go through and see at least once. 
because I think it brings a whole new perspective to things on mm. what the White House is and the presidency and just, you know, America, basically. I know it's really weird to say it like that, but it is. It's it's crazy. It's like it, it's really, I don't want to say life-changing, but it's like a life-altering moment. It's like you kind of like get a different perspective on things when you see that. Yeah. And even just DC as a whole, like being there. <clears throat> like after that, I got to go do the, we did it before we flew out on the last day. We did the walk of the mall and went to the Lincoln Memorial. And we've seen the Lincoln Memorial and all the different movies and things and stuff like that. But to actually like be there and see the statue and walk the mall and go to the World War II Memorial and go to the Korean War Memorial and see these things. It like really like perked my interest again of wanting to actually go and spend time there and go to the different places and see the different things. Yeah. And that it's all free and you can just go around and do all these things. You know, so, but yeah, the White House tour alone was just crazy. The fact that, like, I got to walk around the White House, the same hallways, like, a president's have walked around. and It's pretty cool. All these people walked around. It's crazy to think about. But yeah, so, yeah, that was one of my top things, was getting a tour of the White House. Yeah, I mean, it's something I definitely want to do, and I... A show that's on my list uh, is The West Wing. I, it's a show I definitely want to watch eventually. Um, but yeah, I, I love the photo of you at the in the press conference there, Mark. Yeah, yeah. So my profile picture. Yeah. Until that's I find something else to replace it, it'll be there. So nice. Yeah. <clears throat> I love it. Yeah. Um. All right. Moving along. Uh, for me, um, I know keeping with the theme of tv going back to tv now um hmm. you know the last of us we talk about succession um in our list but a show that you watched before me and i got into it a little bit later on this year was the bear um yes. i think like i think the bear with the last of us and succession season the last season hmm. were probably top top tier television of the year yeah, the pair of season one and two were unbelievably chef's kiss. Yes, um, and the reason I loved it so much is because I, I worked in the restaurant business for ten years of my life, and wow, they nailed some of those moments that yeah. I could relate to, um, uh, especially the episode where everything goes wrong in season yeah. one. Then in season two, you have a wonderfully acted and uh film and casted christmas special christmas episode yeah with jamie lee curtis yeah and then yeah the final episode which Mm. they uh the way it's filmed and shot the soundtrack yeah the way things were done was just unbelievable i don't want to spoil it too much yeah um but it's one of those shows they already season three is happening yeah um so I'm excited for that. Filming starts, I think, next month. What filming? Yeah, yeah. Three. So I'm excited to see where this goes. I think the acting was unbelievable. Um, I I think shows like this. I'm um, I'm glad FX exists because mm. I think FX has a lot of fantastic shows. 
um and the bear is an amazing is an amazing television um so don't sleep on it you know yeah. but it was definitely a show that was just like holy crap yeah this, no this it's one of those awesome. shows like i got into and then like i mentioned it to you but uh the reason why I started watching it is because Claire got interested in it, seeing the ads for it. Uh, so we started watching it. And then uh, watching it with her, it was very interesting as she went to culinary school to see her reaction to a lot of things. And she was like, and I would ask her, and she'd be like, yes, that's what it's like, like when these things happen. And like when the, the people this year went to culinary school, basically, and the things that they were going through and she was like yeah that's the stuff that we had to do and that's the stuff that people have to do and like the guy who does the pastry stuff on the show and she's like yeah that's all the like and all the different things it was like it's crazy to see how realistically they done things and how like religious they are about making it real and yeah. integrating it into their big story and it's such a well-done show and it's fantastic and i like can't say enough good things about it yeah totally yeah. yeah so the bear lands on my top six yeah it didn't make our ratings thing because brian watched it way after i watched it so that's yeah. why we didn't rate it so yeah maybe we're wondering um, why we didn't have it on there so all right marcus what is your last thing of the my year? last top thing of the year uh would probably not surprise you uh in march of this year uh kind of starting the end of last year i started toying with an idea and uh we reopened the studio beginning of 2022 and i was trying to think of ways to kind of bring the channel back up and running again the studio part of it and getting people interested in coming back into the studio and i was promoting it and doing like open house and getting people to come in and from doing all that and getting these new people to start new shows, I started to get the bug of wanting to start doing a studio show again. Uh, Stories of Victor Lane is kind of sunset uh, with Matt Buckler's health issues. Yeah. Not being able to uh, come into the studio. So I was like, ah, God, I have an idea. And I've kind of threw the idea around a little bit in my head and then finally, you know, reached out to you and Mike Haynes, it was kind of like, hey, I'm kind of thinking about doing this. What do you think? You were like, if I'm free, I can help you, but I'm not sure if I'm going to be oh. free because you're Brian and you're never sure what's going on in your day. So it would work. I work second shift a lot, Mark. Sorry. I know. I know. So uh, talk to Mike Haynes about it because he was a big part of when this thing originally happened. And he was like, I'm all into it. I'm willing to be the guest on the first episode to get the ball rolling because it was kind of going to be one thing at that time. And it kind of morphed into something else after we kind of talked about it some more. Uh, and then just this past week, we filmed the eighth episode of the show. Yeah. And uh, it was very surreal to film that episode right and to be there and see what was going on and to have all the people there and everything it was kind of like one of those moments like i said it to my said it to josh as we were driving i was driving him home that night 
I was like, that's one of those things that happens at the end of your like a person's movie. And it kind of weirds me out now because I'm kind of like, does that mean like this is all ending? Like what's going on here? Uh, especially with everything that happened last year and all that. It's just kind of those, it was a very weird, surreal moment to kind of like full circle everything. And it's kind of like, it was weird to like, as I was talking to Mike on set when I was giving him the cup, uh, it kind of like hit me. It was kind of like, I felt like I had like gone through everything. Um, but yeah, so uh, it's the return of Equilibrium TV. Yes. Uh, to me, that was a thing that we started after the radio show ended and uh, before we started doing this. Yeah. And uh, it was a a weird idea that we threw out way back when about filming bands out at venues and we never thought it would do anything we were just like an excuse for us to film mike haynes's band and go to his concerts and not have to pay to get in well also forgetting it was an excuse to meet bands we liked yes that was where it kind of morphed into that where we were like hey what bands can we get to come on this show we met bowling for soup shining bowling for soup fog hat live light burn we never actually aired the fog hat one that but, was into the end. That was into the yeah. end of the show for us. Reverend Horton Heat, uh, Horton which I wasn't a part of, but you were went. If I think Josh Eason did that show. Yeah, we actually. I mean, we had so many people we started having that. satellite people doing shows for us because we couldn't because time wise we didn't have time to do things. Uh, yeah. West Borland side project there. Blacklight Burns. Blacklight Burns. Now, do you Third know Social Club from Maine? I was gonna say, Mark, do you know the first band? was paranoid social club by default not yeah. because it was part of g because we went to cbgb's and just filmed gb and e in the next extension yes that was the extent of it and we were going to make yeah. a movie yeah and, and we did and yeah. that became etv our first two episodes yeah. were those two bands yes but before that uh our fr- the, the weather girl delete delete had to go Emsweiler had a, a, a project. School project yeah so I we remember. Yeah. That that bar in Hartford. Sully's Pub. Yeah, and Paranormal yeah. Social Club were playing. Yeah. And we filmed that, and that was kind of like the yeah. first time. We filmed that on VHS tapes. Uh, VHSC. I have them. Yeah. I yeah. have the originals here. Um, yeah. Um. And yeah, the quality is horrible. Of um, course it is. Yeah, because of VHSC. But, but yeah. we had a we did that then that may we, we took out the equipment from cox we went out we made the movie we actually yeah. got to go to sully's pub which is crazy apparently the social club was at sully's pub yeah and then it's home base gb and e's home base was sully's pub which was kind yes. of funny yeah um the, the movie release party there yeah and then they performed we did feeny feeny performed there we formed someone's basement yeah Josh Morgan's basement. We uh, shiny toy guns. We had on twice with two different singers. Yeah, the female singer. She yeah. original left. They had a replacement. Then she yeah. came back. Yeah. Um, Bowling for Soup, which was amazing to meet them. Crazy. Yeah. Crazy. Um, 
let's see, Blacklight Burns, Wes Borland, Mike. Yeah. Them. Of course, the band Ryan Mead interviewed them. Yeah. Um, I mean, we the one thing that never got edited, and I have all the footage is Brunch Fest. Brunch Fest, which was just a shit. We who it, randomly side note, which yeah. I meant to tell you, but I just totally forgot about it until just now. Uh, Josh Friend. Uh, is the uh, audio was the audio uh, his company was the audio for people for the Enfield uh, community chorus. Yes, he has his own little yeah his own uh, business. Yeah, yeah. So it's kind of weird because the late girl's like, "Hey, do you know this? You know Josh Friend?" I'm like, "I if it's this Josh Friend, then yes, I do." Which I'm no Josh Enemy. Many Josh friends out there. Yeah. Uh, but I know Josh Enemy, and it was kind of funny. So it's like I never actually got to talk to him about it, like talk to him in person. But I met with the person that ended up being the audio guy. So it was kind of crazy. It was like another false circle moment. I was like, "Wow, this is strange." Yeah, we did uh, negative creep. When they creep, did the yeah. Uh, yeah. Nirvana unplugged tribute yeah. concert. Um, and we and filmed it, at places all over the area, which half of them aren't even around anymore. Yeah. But back to the show that is now, we've done eight episodes. There's some big things happening with it, which I never thought would ever happen. Um, we have bands booked, and fans are reaching out constantly. And it's just crazy to to bring that show back after all those years of it not happening yeah and make it now into a studio show and it's kind of taking off and i wasn't expecting it to take off but yeah i like the studio i I love being part of it mark i'm glad you brought it back you have the great idea um this year uh, 2024 i would love i would love to do an interview be the interviewer and one yeah at least not to interview so great all right i'm just throwing it out there i would love to do it i'd love to do it i hate doing um, it so please do all right all right i, I called mike haynes because i'm like hey you're you don't mind look like an idiot on television Why i would love be the to host? do it again so. and we'll do camera then that way i could just go right back to camera yeah um, but yeah I, I mean it's been a ball mark i knew you're gonna put this on your list um obviously i would like i knew you were gonna talk about this but like, yeah like like you said, this past Wednesday was a blast from the past. I don't want to spoil anything because the episode no. hasn't come yeah, out. Yeah, it hasn't even aired. It's not going to air till next month. Right. Uh, but just the bands that we've had on, uh, Forevermore, which is Mike's side project, one of his 9,000 bands he has. Um, Audio Jane was great. Uh, Somewhat Woke was fantastic. Egg was great. Having Dan Cahill on with his band, Wolves was fantastic uh the sparkling fade was great uh having chris yard's band diminishing jim on which kind of was a nice lead into what this last episode was because they were another one of our original 20 uh, rock countdown 20 rock countdown bands back with another iteration of their band with a yeah. uh, different member who unfortunately passed away years ago with a uh, three-eyed fish so yeah, it's been really cool to kind of like reconnect with a lot of those people. Yeah. The old yeah. from when we used to do the show and see where they are now with different bands and different things. And uh yeah, there's uh there's a lot of cool stuff in the works. That's all I'm yeah. gonna say. Um and some stuff I haven't even told you. So that I'm working on in the background that I'm 
trying to get going. So uh, we'll see. We'll see what happens. All right. 2024 All right. is going to be very interesting, I think, for Equilibrium TV. I'm excited. Yeah. All right. So on, was that your last one? That's my last one. All right. On to uh, my last one, which, you know, it's weird. Um, I have this little guy. Yes. <laughs> it's a little anymore. He's Not big so big. little anymore. Um, and I, Oops. I had a, I had a moment that I written down, but I don't know why he's been sleeping on me this entire time and snuggling up with me. That's and cool. I think I'm here, not feeling it's well. to change my what I have here because um, we had, we had a cat uh, named Buddy. Who was my grandma's cat? Yes. Who passed away in the very beginning of the year. Yes. He, I was driving to the vet, and I'm not lying when I say this, every single day, mm. so he can get shots. He had his teeth pulled because he was in so much pain, and we thought he had he had rotting teeth. Yeah. He had a lot more going on with cancer and whatnot. Yeah. Um, and so we had to put him down. Um, mm. It was just uh, the quality of life was diminishing. Uh, we've I did for like almost two months. It was just nonstop vet appointments. Um, so we, Allison, for for my birthday, Allison found a cat, a little kitten mm. in New York, um, about hour hour and a half drive, and we got little scoops. Yeah, who is not so little anymore? He's massive. Scooby poops. So we we get this guy and he brought joy to our our faces. It was great. Yeah. We having a kitten. He was only three, not even uh, a couple months old. He was super small, but yeah. he took charge of the house. So then for Allison's birthday, Allison goes on the pet finder and she mm. sees the same litter because there was a big litter. He was yeah. the only boy, it was all girls. There was the runt, the runt of the litter. Hmm. She was still available. And this is in August. We're in August now. And we got yeah. this in June. So I turned to Alice and I said, Do you should we go for it? Get a sister for her birthday? She's like, why not? So she reached out. Why not? They said, the woman's like, I would love to have you adopt her. I yeah. would love. So drove down. We got Ollie. She is still mm. tiny. Yeah. She's still compact. Mm. Um, they hit it off in a matter of a couple of days. The gate was down. The three of them, they're loving life. They have something to play with. Um, and, you know, like having three cats, young cats that, that all get to play with each other. They're not driving each other crazy because Buddy was old. Yeah. And Pidget, who was young, it was not good. Yeah, I highly recommend never have an old cat and get a young cat because it's going to annoy the shit out of the old cat. Yes. Especially when they get sick. So yeah. having three cats, they're only a couple of years. Fidget's three. These guys are not even a year. Yeah. Um, it's been great. Um, So it, it it's brought a lot of joy to Allison and me after having to put down uh, buddy in the beginning of the year and dealing with all that uh 
I'm trying to get my annoying cat to show up. Uh, health problems. So the Amazon funny. Guy came at the door, so we won't. She won't come by. All right. Well, it's funny because I wrote down something, but Scoops is here reminding. Yeah. Uh, this was probably one of uh, one of the best things of the year was these two guys. She's like, Papa, um, me, you stupid. It's me, you idiot. Um, so I I'm not even going to tell you what my last one was because this these, yeah. these two guys was it, baby. Yeah, they really uh have made life really fun and interesting. And we, you know, we're, we're a couple. We're not going to have kids. We're just yeah. going to have cats. Same. So. Yeah. Yeah. We always toy with the idea. Of getting a second one, but then I feel like Mimi is such a diva that she would probably dislike any other cat. So it's it's it, you know, when it works, it's beautiful. Um, but it's very stressful. Yeah, in the beginning, I, I you yeah. know, it's hard, and you have to get around the same age. Yeah. Um, it worked and, out because they're yeah. from the same litter. Yeah, she was fostered at a place that had forty cats. And they all lived in the same place together. So I think now she's like, freedom. Right. Totally. And like the neighbor, the neighborhood has strays that wander the neighborhood because we have a lot of industrial area around us. So there's a lot of stray cats that wander. And then even that come by the window, she's not a fan of. So I feel like she's a, a lone wolf kind of cat. So she's still very skittish too. Like I said, the Amazon person just came ring the doorbell and she's now hiding. Yeah, I mean, these guys, if someone comes up to the door, they're like, what's going on? Anytime anyone even walks near our front of the house, she runs upstairs and hides. So not a very good guard cat, for sure. But yeah, yeah, no. Uh, We've talked about this multiple times. I used to be a dog person. I was all about dogs. I had dogs growing up. My family still has dogs. My sisters have two dogs and a cat. Um, And dogs are great uh having a cat's a whole different vibe it's i hate to say like less maintenance because it really isn't because you have to clean their own poop for them but the fact they don't have to like take them for walks or go outside and snow blow the backyard so they have spaces to do their business and yes all that and and yeah and especially now that claire's not smoking anymore so she doesn't go outside either like our deck has been unused since like last year because we just don't go outside because there's no reason to. So, right. I uh, agree. Yeah. So, yeah, I totally understand. I know, like, no matter cat, dog, parrot, parakeet, any pet, uh, losing a pet is like the worst thing. Yeah. Uh, and then finding a different pet to take that spot, it's a very odd feeling to go through it is i know it's it's not easy and i know that the attachment you had with buddy was more than just a cat so yeah it's it was like grandma's cat so like that last bit of her you know yeah yeah Um, but it was an old cat it lived it it before my grandma another old lady owned it then my grandma took it and then then an old man took it so there you go an old man took it um (laughs) I, I think with Buddy, he became so affectionate because he was in a lot of pain. So yeah. he was always sleeping on my lap. Always, yeah. always, always. And he, we we grew closer, but I was always 
I had to do, I was doing med, oral medicine. Yeah. Twice a day with him. Yeah. I was bringing him to the vet every morning. Uh, he went through a lot of surgeries. Yeah. And, I mean, I didn't even go to D and D one time because I was just like, this could be it. Yeah. Uh, and I didn't want to miss out being with him. No, exactly. And you know, like, and I don't know how you, the difference you have now, because I know your guys' uh, scenario changed where you, where we were both working from home for a long period of time. Yeah. And now Allison's working from home. Uh, the dynamic between, I know for, on our side of things here, uh, between me and the cat are way more connected than Claire and the cat are. Right. She totally. doesn't like that fact. Because <laughs> she wanted the cat for herself. Yeah. Uh, but I was home all the time. So the cat like bonded with me. Uh-huh. And I don't know if that's the same dynamic you guys have over there. And it's any different now with the new cat. Well. Is more connected to Allison because she's home all the time now and you're not. Yeah. Scoops is very bonded with Allison because yeah. when we got him. Yeah. She was working at home. They were always together. Yeah. Ollie has bonded with me a little bit more. Um, So like. Ollie will sleep in my lap more. Ollie's yeah. really near me a lot. Scoops just happens to be down here. But if I'm not home, Scoops is with Allison. So, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, now that I'm back at work, I mean, Allison, I'm happy because when I was here and she was yeah. out, I was bonding with Fidget. Yeah. They started going back to the studio. The cat's now Mimi now. Like, Claire like tells me all the time. She's like, I'm so excited. She's sleeping on my lap. And if Claire's like, when she's not feeling good, like she has it this past weekend, the cat like hangs out with her and like, you know, sits on her lap, lets yeah. her her, and it's like an, a, a event when that happens. So <laughs> totally agree. Yeah. So totally agree. Yeah, so those are our top things of the year. Yes, uh, man, it, it was older because we used to talk about like TV shows and things like our top things of the year. We did, you did, I did. But I didn't. I decided to I knew a lot of things that you were going to talk about were things I would talk about too. So I tried to I mix like, it up a little. Yeah, I like talking about more than just TV and movies. And I think when it comes to the show, it's great to just talk about everything that's happened to you. And yeah. you know, it's a catch all, catch all. And as I tell people, uh, they're like, oh, and they're like, even Claire, this is her, like, you know, how are you dealing with things and how are things going? And I'm like, well, you know, the, going all right and they're like oh in different friends and people would talk about how they're doing therapy and this that and the other thing and i'm like oh yeah yeah i do that once a week if i have a chance and they're like oh what are you talking about like i have a podcast <laughs> i just go and just unload everything that i'm thinking about on the podcast and then save myself a couple hundred dollars every week to not have to talk to someone else about it yeah yeah so all you find people at home are my therapist. You never respond back. And I really regret that. I really think you should start because, you know, I'm paying good money for this to do this podcast. So yes, get to work. We're paying a good hundred dollars a year to do the podcast. Yeah. And we're putting the time and effort into it. So, you know. Yeah. Well, it's I'm been in. a good year, Mark. I mean, overall, uh, it's been a good year. Uh, no yeah. Complaints, really. Um, and honorable mention is that we started putting the show on YouTube now officially. We used to kind of put it on YouTube, but it was basically on Facebook and we would just copy it to YouTube. But we've 
definitely started to approach YouTube differently this year. Yes. And it's been a slow build and it's slowly getting more and more traction on YouTube. And we appreciate everyone who sits through and listens to us yammer on for as much as we decide, decide to yammer on each week about things. Yeah. So another one of my top things is you folks at home that actually sit and listen to us because I don't after the show. So <laughs> I appreciate that you do. Yeah, that's a, it's a good thing. Stick around with all our stupid things that we do, like uploading the wrong audio for a show randomly, like some people have done, or uploading shows that... Not the full show. Not the full show. When it says on the edit system that it is the full show, and then there's an update to the edit system, and they have a new way of doing it, and you have to do it in a different place. So, yeah. So we appreciate all you guys for listening and watching. There you go. So, um, and then real, yeah. Thank you for everybody watching. And a quick note: uh, Friday, our Scrooge episode that we recorded back in 2013. Yes, going out on our audio platform. Yes, on we Spotify. actually did. Uh, for those who don't know what we're talking about, in 2013, that's all we've been doing this show. We're 660. This is the 669th episode of this show that you're yeah. watching right now. We started this in 2011? Something like that. Yeah. I want to say. 2011, 2012. Yeah. Uh, we used to, Brian used to have these grand ideas that we would do radio plays. Uh, yeah. And redo them. We've, uh, we did uh, War of the Worlds, I think. Did we do that? Or was that one you wanted to do? I wanted to. All we've done is Scrooge and It's a Wonderful Life. And It's yes. a Wonderful Life was a shit show. Screwed because yeah, you didn't know how long the movie was, even though I told you it's a very long movie. The script a lot of acting too long. It. Yeah, it was just too long. Um, like six hours long because it's Scrooge, not. Like, you have to do like all the things. Yeah, Scrooge came out very well. Yes, um, and I re-aired it back in 2018, so I figure, hey, it's been five years. Let's let's uh, put it out again. So that'll be dropping on Friday. Hmm. Um, and then the Matt Ryan episode that's on YouTube will be hitting the uh audio version uh the first week of uh January, yes, and we'll be back the second week of January, yeah. And that weekend of uh New Year's, New Year's Eve, actually, uh, CliffsCon happening at the uh Plainville VFW. So if you're looking for something to do New Year's Eve day before you go out partying to ring out the new year and ring in the new one uh swing by cliffscon because matt will be there and he'll have brenda available for purchase oh. so you can get your your brenda and then go home and listen to matt talk about brenda the next day so it's a nice little joint package and if you mention the podcast matt will give you a thumbs up and thank you for t mentioning the podcast right totally and I might be there. I'm not sure yet. I still haven't decided. All right. Well, we got Jeremy Hutzel's birthday that day. Yes. For lunch. Yes. So. All right. Let's get out of here, Mark. Let's get out of here. Buddy, have a great ho happy holidays and happy new year. We'll yes. Happy holidays. Happy new year. We'll see you all next year here on Economics. And as always, be safe, be well, and be kind. And rewind. See you in 2024.
Good night, Mom. Good night, Mom. Good night, Mark's mom.